0: This is our Adjusting With mini-series where we're chatting to some of our past guests to hear updates on how their businesses are going and highlight any new initiatives that they might be working on at the moment. They'll be talking us through how they're adapting to challenges and generally keeping going during this time. If you want to find out more about these guests that we're chatting
1: to, and we definitely recommend you do that, you can scroll back through our archive and find whole episodes with these guests you can learn about their businesses and what they're about we really hope you enjoy these mini episodes and that you find some kind of comfort or inspiration in what they have to say hey hey how are you yeah all right
0: Beth was just saying she did your um your yoga on Sunday.
1: Yeah,
2: I know, it was so nice you could do that. That was um yeah, have, it's been yeah. a bit of a whirlwind with all the online stuff to be
1: honest. Clem had eighty four people <laughs> join her. I know, that was that was amazing.
2: Wow. It was pretty mad like looking up during like the whole of it. When I was teaching and doing the brunch and just like, it's like God, this is so cool. Like, it was amazing that it was both cities as well. Yeah, and i I feel like it was nice to kind of bring the two together as well. Kim, Me-
0: why don't you talk us through how what what happened on Sunday and um yeah, how it all worked? Because it's pretty
2: cool. um, so. This was my second online or well, kind of virtual yoga brunch club that I ran. Um, and I only did the first one oh, like three weeks ago. So the kind of timeframes, because normally I'll work to doing them, uh, have a lead time of like three months. Whereas obviously, with everything at the moment, timescales and stuff, um, I think are a lot shorter. In my head, I can't really think beyond two weeks, I feel like at the moment. So, um, yeah, so Sunday was um, the second virtual yoga brunch club, and I did it, ran it in london and in bristol and collaborated with three different chefs so i had a chef in bristol who was catering for everyone here and then i um ran it with um rock my bowl rebecca and Elle kemp who ran kemp kitchen and rebecca did the whole did south london and then el did northern parts of east london um, so london is definitely quite a logistical um the logistical nightmare, um just so vast and obviously delivery is uh difficult to get to all the areas. But essentially it was a yoga brunch club but online so we um had all the food delivered to people at their homes on the Saturday. Um and then they um put it in the fridge and it's all packaged up so kind of pretty much a three course brunch and then um on the Sunday morning we gathered Online and I led a class um, in the morning, and then we had a little break um, just to kind of go and set up our tables and set up brunch, and then we sat down and had all started eating together. And all the chefs did a little Q and A with me, so we were discussing what people had on the menu and what work they were getting up to at the moment. And um, yeah, it was it was mad. Like eighty four eight, well eighty four of us were um, just there together and obviously people are in partners and couples and friends in their own living rooms Um, and I think just being able to I mean having an online audience and that having that access to people in such a different way like it's building a community in a still building a community but in a in a completely different sense because obviously my events my yoga brunch clubs are about bringing people together and the idea has always been about Getting people to connect and chat, so it's a really different format, obviously because we're connecting through a screen. But in a weird way, it's it's still there. There is still that feeling of your, I guess, because you're all experiencing the same morning and session, and maybe at the moment, especially with the lockdown, like we're all kind of in this together. So it's that shared experience again, which kind of creates that sense of community. Does that make sense? I guess. Um, but yeah, they've been—they've um, been—they've they, been really special. It's an amazing thing that's actually come out of this, and I think in a weird way. And I'm sure lots of people will say this—that are kind of semi-like silver linings of this situation. I mean, it's not easy, and I definitely have many ups and downs at the moment I've definitely been having like a weird few days I feel like and I've seen this as a pattern with friends like you almost have like a week or maybe three or four days where you're feeling really good about stuff and things are going really well and you're like yes I've got this and then suddenly you'll be like uh like what (laughs) or just just be I don't know I feel like you just have a massive dip but then I mean I suppose that's like emotions isn't it and regular life you're going to have highs and lows but they're just a bit more extreme at the moment I think for me
0: yeah no I completely agree and I think I was thinking about this funnily enough similarly the last few days I've been kind of like what is going on like I think I'm okay but I'm not sure and just kind of and I think it's there's so much space to feel your feelings because you just don't have the distractions of Mm -hmm. the normal day to day and so I think there's a greater awareness of the ups and downs that actually do make up a part of of normal life anyway
2: but you just don't make time for them or maybe you don't have as much time to notice them or I think It's, yeah, I was talking to a friend today and we were saying, and I mean, it's good like as a yoga teacher, you're always encouraging and instructing, essentially teaching people to be present and be in the moment, which is what we're pretty much being forced to do. And it's not always comfortable. And that's not, you know, you can find it's it's good to be uncomfortable sometimes and it's good to kind of learn what you actually feel and those discomforts. But I think, um, yeah. I think as it, we don't always want to feel everything, do we? Because you want to just be like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs>
0: Actually, I think it's easier. <laughs> yeah,
2: definitely, yeah. Always just, uh, and I think we kind of feel like, and I was saying that to to my husband the other day because he's he's got you know nine to five job and normally works in an office, and he's like, oh, just feeling really stressed at the moment and just. Like I can't switch off from work, and like because obviously he's not used to working at home. And I was like, well, this isn't you know we're only six, seven weeks into this. Like you almost feel like you should just be adapted to it. And actually, there's no reason. Like no one has a clue what was going on. Or like I was listening to some of your past podcasts you've been doing with the interviews, and I think just hearing um, people saying like it doesn't matter what experience you have in any industry. No one knows how this works or we're all just kind of figuring it out together which is I guess kind of um, comforting as well in a strange way maybe no one's really got the answers at the moment and maybe we don't and I know we do not like we ever do do we so <laughs> but I think um, definitely what's been getting me through this process and I think when I when I first kind of um, so I've had to cancel obviously my brunch clubs are events focused and I run monthly events and retreat so I've had to um cancel a lot of stuff M- maybe not as much I was meant to be going we were meant to be going on our honeymoon actually which ended up getting cancelled unfortunately um which you know almost feels like something in the past now because it was just when everything was when we were just starting to like go into lockdown I feel like it almost um there's bigger things going on and you know we'll hopefully get to go away another time but um but yeah I've had to um cancel quite a few things which is horrible because it's something you don't you know you don't ever and people look forward to things like that so much and the brunch clubs are very much something people gift to friends or family or it's a real treat that you've booked in and you're um you're looking forward to going with mates so I hate having to do that and the retreat as well I was planning a retreat I was meant to be on a retreat this today, actually, it was um, the Maybank holiday, we were going to be heading to Oxfordshire, and that was really hard. I was gutted to have to cancel that, because they are like my favourite things to run. Um, and a lot of work goes into them. But, you know, it's, it's those things that are just bigger than all of us at the moment, that you just have to, you know, just, we can't physically do. So, but, so I think that's, that's been really hard, to but especially when you spend so much time and when you run something yourself on kind of marketing and selling and promoting things and then you just have to you have to kind of pull the plug on those but equally i'm lucky i, I you know i i have a lot of freelancers and um, assistants that work for me events on the day but i don't employ anyone so it's just me that i'm responsible for um, so i'm not having to you know oversee someone else's salary which i feel fortunate for at the moment. You And I think from the way that um, I, I guess I've approached all of this and I don't know, use the word, I haven't even thought about it as pivoting and had such lovely messages from people saying like how inspired or, you know, they're so impressed by the way i kind of changed things around or work things a bit. It hasn't
1: really felt like that in a funny
2: way. I think I just, um, it, immediately when it when it kind of happened, I took, our, when we went into lockdown, we were just before we went to Cornwall for a few days as a kind of like little mini honeymoon. And I just kind of wanted to just have a few days just to, I don't know, I guess, detach myself from the whole situation because it was a lot to take in, wasn't it, when it was all happening so fast. And then I kind of just jumped on the idea of teaching online yoga because I guess that's just that's what I know. Like yoga has always been the root of everything I do, and teaching is something that I I love and want to share. And you know that's where the Yoga Brunch Club always started from was that idea of getting people to move. And hopefully, um, I guess is I think for me teaching and sharing a skill with someone who's i I think yoga especially at at the start of it you know you knew i knew i was kind of helping people with a tool that maybe would um bring them some time just to chill and stay a bit sane and um, and I think with the online yoga I knew I could offer that straight away and the classes have been a really lovely way to stay in touch and connect to students and friends and family and people that are in you know different time zones I've had people from Australia and America and just uh, even like even being able to teach people that are in London while I'm in Bristol who normally would only be able to come to a retreat or come to an event and actually that's opened up a completely new world that I've never even thought of which seems kind of crazy to me in a way I find that although this situation's been mad and uncomfortable and so difficult in some ways in other ways I kind of am like almost a bit mad at myself that I'm like how have I never even thought of like doing the like creating this much content before online or and I feel like I've because I've been running the brunch clubs for about six years now and I was definitely getting to a point um where I just physically was at a, a, a kind of crossroads I guess where I couldn't I couldn't take on any more work than I was doing and I've been really looking into employing someone and that was starting to get off the ground but that's kind of on pause or has to be on pause for a bit at the moment but I um, I, th- I knew I was getting to a place where I was spending almost too much time doing stuff that I didn't necessarily want to be doing like I didn't want to be traveling to London all the time and I wanted my energy and focus to be in Bristol where, where I live but I still needed the events to run there and I still needed that to happen and I think in a way this access to teaching online has just opened up a whole new direction for me and I don't know what way that's going to go in at the moment and I think that's something I very much still need to figure out because this whole lockdown situation and social distancing you know it is a kind of um, bubble that no one really knows how or what it's going to look like when we come out of it mm, yeah. um, but I think the um, the online platform is a really exciting area especially for the fitness world and for yoga and even for food I mean I you know I I told probably if I'd even tried to promote this or or I'll put this out to my you know database or mailing list and suggested this as an online event I imagine no one would have signed up for it maybe six seven weeks ago but in a way I think because the lockdown people are so they they just want to be part of something they want to be connecting and they want to Support brands and independents and small companies and all the chefs and cafes that I've worked with, you know, that's been um, uh, really great to be able to still um, actually physically get food to people with the events, like actually physically delivering food to people's homes. And I mean, that's been the messages I've got through from people where, you know, I think a delivery, and I know, like Beth, you like been sending out all your amazing brownies and stuff. And I think those those things involving in the post or a delivery the day before the event, people are just so excited. It's like, I think a delivery during this time is like the best thing, especially food delivery, because you were like, I love, I love I love cooking. Me and my partner cook all the time, but I think you know no one can get out for meals anymore. Or just having that home cooked, or prepared, you know, and all the chefs that I've worked with for the events so their their attention to detail is um, is uh, really I think. A lot of what's carried out from the yoga brunch clubs and the events I do in real life, the detail that goes into all of them, like the menus and the beautiful laid tables. And um, that almost in a way can be slightly translated into this online format because you're getting this like special packaged parcel that's been homemade and little things like, you know, handwritten menu or... um, uh, I think all the like Rebecca put in all these kind of beautiful edible flowers and I think those little touches are what makes it really personal rather than just kind of getting a delivery or something like that through. So yeah, I think it's um it's hard to put into words I guess at the moment where my head's at or where things are going and what direction I have with it because like I said I'm finding it really hard to plan anything at the moment. So, I think um, I've been doing like I've run two online virtual events and a day retreat, which have all gone. You know, the first virtual event had over like nearly sixty people, um, and then the retreat was smaller, but still really um, amazing to see how you could have a whole day with people online and how actually a lot of what you do in person although it's not the same a lot of it still can be translated across the screen um which i never really could have imagined that that would even happen because it you know especially with yoga you're very much feeding off people's energy but i think obviously we can't do that at the moment so you have to make do and um appreciate that there's some stuff that Maybe won't translate, but still, um, I think for me, using this time as well as like a testing ground, as well, for actually just trying out ideas and maybe being less afraid if stuff doesn't work in a way because it's, you know, I'm not hiring a venue, I'm not um, having to put, you know, cover loads of overheads, um, and I feel like people are up for trying new things at the moment and they're also just um, wanting to, again, keep the, I think it's this connection, like we, we've had, I mean I've had so many Zoom calls or bloody Zoom quizzes that I could, literally can't do another Zoom quiz <laughs> in my life, but I, um, it's this like need to kind of see people or, yeah, it's um, it's a really, it is a really interesting, weird, mad time but I feel like um good things for me have already come out of it and um I think I need time as well to kind of it's easy to you you can kind of I feel like I see how um sometimes when I work you can get into that even when you work at home and even when we're meant to be having this time of slowing down and you know like just letting things kind of float over like I can still feel myself getting into that headspace of like doing 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 and also like um just like I could just spend the next two months or whatever doing an online virtual event every weekend which you know would be great but at the same time I don't necessarily want to do that as well like I think it's getting that balance in the moment, isn't it? Of working out what, where to put my time and my energy and how to then take that into time after the lockdown. But then again, it's hard because I feel like I can't plan anything at the moment. So
0: I think what you're doing is great because like you say, it's the perfect time to test things. If things don't work more than ever, people are really understanding everyone gets that things you know everyone's trying their best at the moment and it's almost the time you need is you need to give yourself headspace so you know you can do these things and see how they work and then like you say you could do them every weekend but it's also important to have space to kind of um
1: just
2: figure. yeah yeah it's I mean so I think because I I find as well it's it's funny because with that if I was doing a regular event you know it's for like if I'm doing one in London um that was a public event in person that would be 40 45 people and I'd be preparing for that and then afterwards I'd always need a few days just to kind of decompress and
1: Mm -hmm.
2: although it feels in a sense like less work because you're on a screen, and I'm not physically having to get anywhere, but you're still holding that space for people, and that take. Like I've talked to a lot of friends who are teaching online at the moment, and in a way, teaching yoga on Zoom or online almost takes more energy because you're trying that much harder to hold this space for people because you can't physically interact. So I think I am. Um, I'm still like. Event, like running events and uh, you know event management is in my background and I think I'm, there's always that kind of anxiety and that um, excitement and that nervousness about you know if you're going to sell it like the build up to it and then the adrenaline on the day and the buzz from it all and everyone interacting and connecting and seeing all this like everyone kind of posting images and that social media and everyone just really um, buzzing from it and you feed off that and then there is that kind of like dip I guess the next day or a few days later where you're like okay actually like you know you're kind of you're almost experiencing all of that but in a really condensed time because I guess I'm doing them in smaller shorter chunks and periods so probably weird like more intense but um but then I've never worked this way before as well and I think that's that's also something to navigate and figure out and process as well
1: yeah it's really it's just yeah I find it really interesting and I I think like you I wouldn't have thought I mean you're saying you can't believe that you haven't done this before but I think the expectation is that you're not going to get that much or as much out of an online session as you would in person but as you're saying I've experienced it as well you actually do it's not the same it's different
2: no and it can't be the same yeah
1: but actually you're the, there are barriers that have been removed so whether that's location whether that's actual financial access just yeah. barriers have been kind of removed or partially removed.
2: It's opened up so many doors that probably um and I hope that continues after this as well and I know lots of people have said to me oh, well, are you going to keep the online sessions going and you know people have been I think the access and the ease of just being able to do it in maybe your kitchen or your lounge or wherever or your bedroom and I've had so many guys on the virtual brunch clubs which is great because and I you know normally get two or three at, at a brunch club but never really more than that whereas loads of people have been signing up with their partners or couples and I guess as well there's that maybe if your girlfriend's doing it and you're like oh, okay like yeah sure do it <laughs> like I think people are maybe a, a bit less again like you said the there's like that barrier that's broken down they're they're not as nervous about what they're gonna make it all of themselves or you know and that's essentially the yoga brunch club is set up to make yoga more accessible to people and that's exactly what this is doing because you can try it and it's you know that I have made on purpose I've made the sessions um you've made the sessions a bit more affordable for people, and you know the brunch clubs in person, probably people will view like you wouldn't sign up maybe to one every weekend because it's almost like um maybe more of a treat
1: well in person you get more of that experience and being in a venue is such an experience, and yeah everything that goes into it in person like the way that you're setting the tables you know, yeah there's just Yeah such... and
2: there's that human interaction and the conversations you're going to have with people around the table which is impossible to recreate online because you know a zoom chat with over four people is too hard so you know it is it's nice it's it's kind of taking on new formats in its own way and i think actually it's been lovely figuring out with them um, with the brunch and the Q&A and kind of having the chefs having a voice and being part of it as well. I've always felt like that's such an important part of the events. So I've always brought, you know, introduced the chefs at the end of a meal because I think sometimes it's, um, it's easy to just eat food and not connect that someone has spent hours preparing it and putting their um, heart and soul into what you're tasting and I think that's um, always been a huge part of the event. So it's been really nice to hear from them and hear them describe the food and um, for people to listen and engage with that. And I think there's, there's loads of ways and ideas and things that I'm already thinking of about ways to make it more interactive and to keep the model expanding and evolving. And I guess it's also seeing how And for me as well, the best use of my time because I think events take up so much planning and time and it's kind of working out how I can learn and take on what I've learned from these online models and how I can use that and hopefully see, you know, I'd love to bring that into the future of the brunch clubs because I think it's... It just, you know, I've been looking at doing stuff abroad as well. And maybe that will, and that's something, you know, I, I, I'd love to, to travel with it, but maybe this actually makes that more accessible as well. And yeah, I think it's it's exciting as well. I think like it's a weird time and it's a, but at the same time, it's it feels like I'm almost starting again with some aspects of it and then you know and I think you need that in a business especially when you've been running things for a long time you need that new kind of buzz and you know things can get a little bit stagnant sometimes and it's easy to get quite complacent and it's easy to just roll out of things and not always push yourself and that's when you learn the most and you know those are those kind of classic quotes or things you read and it is kind of in um, when we're in those kind of uncomfortable situations, when we're forced to do stuff, like even with the event I ran last weekend, you know, I was talking to my partner about it, and I had done the Bristol event. And he was like, well, why don't you just try and do London at the same time? And I was like, ah, no, like that's going to be impossible. Like that's, this is too hard. And he was like, no, it's not. You could definitely do that. And I was like, okay, actually, yeah, why not? And then, and yeah, like parts of it planning were quite stressful, but I've built up amazing relationships with chefs that I've worked with through the years. And, um, you know, I think a lot of trust goes into, into these things it, it, you know, It's not, it looks really easy to do, but I think there are things that you've had and, and I've had the, you know, benefit of having, a, um, building up those relationships and sustaining them over the past few years. And, and then just being in, I guess, in my situation kind of forcing myself to just try something out that maybe I would have taken five or six months to get to planning and doing, and actually it's, it's quite, it's quite exhilarating to to have an idea and then a week later you're running it (laughs) and I think I mean that's why I always went into events because I think you plan something you have an idea and you um, and then it happens and you know you're not having to wait years or x amount of time for it to, and you can kind of really um, see the result of your work so I feel like it you know not necessarily that the model at the moment is sustainable to keep it kind of going in these short periods but it is quite I think it's it is a really useful time at the moment to yeah coming back to that like testing ideas seeing what works seeing what doesn't work and um, I've got a, a brilliant audience that come back and are really supportive of my events which is incredible you know they're here just trying out ideas and you know people the feedback has been amazing like people have been saying that you know it's more like their highlight of their lockdown or it's like the best thing that they've done or it's I think it's giving something for people to look forward to as well I think that's what people have really found because it's so difficult to make your weekends feel any different than your weekdays and I think that people have had like a Sunday morning or a whole day to focus on Actually, um, yoga and food and nourishment, and that's essentially what all of the yoga brunch hubs is about is making yourself feel good and making yourself have time for you and bringing yoga and delicious food into your day. So I think it's been lovely to be able to offer something to people that's like boosting their mood at the moment and giving them, yeah, something to look forward to and. Uh, just have a really fun Sunday morning which is I think quite hard at the moment when you do just everything feels like Groundhog Day so <laughs> that's been and also like women who you know have had like loads of mums or like new mums or people who are at home with their families and they've just signed up and they're just like I'm gonna give myself a couple of hours this is like my thing and I think that's been um that's been great to be able to offer that to people in this time um, and actually give them something to helpfully help them a bit because I think it's probably what we all need is kind of little treats and things to perk us up and to, you know, help us. And yoga, you know, you always feel better after doing a yoga class and then you come out and you've got this tasty, homemade little delivery in your fridge. That, yeah, I feel like, I want to do one.
1: <laughs> Oh, thanks so much Clem yeah do you do you want to add anything else I feel like yeah everything you said is just lovely no
2: I think um and, time, I feel like my head's definitely this week especially I feel like I'm kind of coming off a like dip of like being on a high of the event so it's um but it's good I mean it's definitely um definitely good Good things are coming out of this bizarre situation. I feel like probably at the moment when we're kind of maybe coming out of lockdown, maybe everyone again is in that state of like... Like, you almost get comfortable, don't you, with...
1: Yeah, I feel like that, because, um, yeah, you feel... I know where I'm at now, I know what I'm doing. And now it's like, well, what's happening on Monday? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly, no, and no one wanted to go into lockdown. Now no one wants to go out. <laughs> what's <that>? going <laughs> <What's> changing? <laughs> yeah. I want to know, but also don't.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. I think as human
1: beings, we're
2: so adaptable, which is pretty impressive. But then we also just don't like change. So, <laughs> yeah. navigating all of that constantly, so. Yeah
0: good to speak to you so happy to to actually be on the episode with you this oh time. I know yeah because last one
2: <laughs> in East London feels like ages
1: ago yeah I
0: yeah, know, I know. Yeah.